show. But in this hour, I'm going to be speaking to Papa G. You remember we had that conversation with Papa G. Uh, his name is Obaking E.R. Haitate. He is the uh, author of the book Unemployed or Unproductive. Papa G, good evening to you. And thank you very much for coming back. I appreciate you coming to the studio at this time of the day. Thank you very much, Aubrey. I'm very excited to be here and I look forward to our engagement today. So when, we, when I went on leave, I think two, three weeks ago, you were launching your book, Unemployed and Unproductive. How did that go? Oh, it went very well. Yeah? It went very well. Our focus uh, and where we were, we were focusing on engaging with students. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very critical because one of the things that we see in our land today yeah. is that there's this ideology that once you've been to university, yeah you are guaranteed a job. And it's very interesting to see that even some of the people that were in the launch were complaining about the so-called graduates. That for some reason or another, when someone comes into the workplace with a degree, they seem to have this aura that the workplace owes them something. And I guess it goes back to what we're discussing here, that the issue and the problem we have in South Africa is not unemployment. The real issue here is unproductivity. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a few moments' time. And, uh, 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 you know, we started that conversation two weeks ago and I was fascinated by it because it, it, it's really refreshing yes. that it is a different take and a different look at uh, what are the fundamental problems in our country. And you seem to be suggesting that they are at the perception level, at the mindset level, at the thinking level, rather than at the expressed level. And uh, you started talking to us about the fact that uh, Unemployment needs to be understood in context and uh, unproductivity uh, needs to be understood in context. Take us back to that conversation so that we can be able to bring in anybody that uh, perhaps is listening to this conversation for the first time. Yeah, you are correct, Aubrey, by saying that the whole challenge is at the mindset level. Um, It's at the consciousness level. Let's look at, at... if, if you look at the definition, let's look at the dictionary definition yep. of, of what unemployment is. Yes. When you look at the dictionary and say, what is unemployment? A car that is just sitting there is unemployed. Yes. If you look at um, a stove, let's look at a stove. A stove is created to cook. Yes. So if a stove is not cooking, the stove unemployed. is unemployed. Yeah. Now let's go back to individuals. What are we saying? Every individual has inside of them that desire to do something. Yeah. And and uh, some of my teachers says that it is a universe crying out of you saying, do something, do something you must save. So as individuals, we were not created to just sit around and do nothing. So when any individual is not doing anything, is not expressing the desire or the cry that comes from outside of them, that individual is unemployed. Unemployment is not when you don't have a job. That is a mis definition of what the term unemployment is. So for anybody, any individuals who is just not doing anything, not honoring that cry that's inside of them, not honoring the cry of the universe from within them as an individual, not being creative, not being innovative, they are unemployed. It's got nothing to do with applying for a job and getting a job somewhere. No, 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 that's not it. Are we we not getting overly esoteric here? In other words, 
somebody is listening to this conversation and says, here they go again, getting all philosophical, getting all esoteric about the definition of employment, unemployment. Why is it important for employment to be understood in the way that you are explaining it now in the real economic sense? So, in other words... I know that you and I could sit for hours having these wonderful philosophical <laughs> conversations, but somebody's saying, listen, I want to put bread on the table. Yeah. I have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it sounds all wonderful, this conversation that you guys are having, and it's beautiful and philosophical and esoteric. Yeah. But how does the, uh, uh, the definition by Obakeng about an unemployment, the deep spiritual crying out of the inner man for, uh, for engagement with the expressed universe for whatever. How is that helping me? Talk to me about my real world problems, Obageng, not my, not your not philosophical <laughs> stuff. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's go back to, I don't want to say go back to the basics. Mm. Uh, last, last time we looked at how life was yeah. pre the 1500s. Sure. And what we see in the life pre the 1500s, it was where individuals were very creative and were very innovative. The society at that time demanded that of our individuals and families where they, you had families, you know, farmers and uh, uh, fighters and all that stuff. But was it society demanding it or was it just survival demanding it? You could, you could say both. Yeah. Both. Su- okay. so, so survival required that, yeah. that individuals be very creative, be very innovative. Yeah. And it was like that. But the, I think the point we want to, to bring forth is that as individuals, we are very creative and innovative. Yeah. That cannot be changed. It's got nothing to do with esoteric or, 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 or that. We are just like that. Yeah. So what is happening is, for instance, let's look at, at, at an individual who wants an increase every year. Yeah. Someone wants an increase every year. It's, it's, it's the cry inside of them saying, I need to grow. So as individuals, we have that thing inside of us to constantly grow, just like the plants, just like the trees. So, so what we need to be putting ourselves in, it's time that we need to understand who we are. Because if we do not understand who we are, it is very easy for us to abuse ourselves. I mean, if you don't know the purpose of a car, if you don't know the purpose of a stove, it's easy for you to abuse the sure, stove, to sure, abuse the car. Sure. So what are we saying here, Aubrey? We are saying that a gentleman, a lady who is uh, at home uh, doing nothing or unemployed and they want to put bread on the table, this is what we are saying. We need to say, listen to what's happening inside you. We, we have unfortunately believed a lie we have believed a lie that employment means I get up in the morning, I get dressed, I get into a taxi, I go to a job. That is a lie we have believed. Employment is not that. Employment means what is it that I'm good at? What are my passions? What, what are my skills? And when I put the skills, the passions, the talents that I have in service of mankind, I am employed. And what always happens is that when I put my skills and abilities in service of humanity, what then happens is that as I save the tokens of appreciations, we call it money, money begins to flow 
into our lives. Give us a call, 011-883-0702. My guest is the author of Unemployed or Unproductive, The Question That Determines the Strength or Weakness of the Economy. Obakeng E.R. Khaitati is my guest, and he is suggesting that perhaps the biggest economic problem in our country is not unemployment but rather uh, a lack of productivity or unproductivity. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts about some of the principles, some of the suggestions that he's putting forward. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Or no double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. And of course, you can send us your SMSs on 31702 on Twitter at 702 Aubrey. All right. So you have given me a basic understanding from your perspective what unemployment is and if i understand you correctly you are saying that unemployment is not the lack of a job no but you are seeming to suggest that it is the lack of expressed purpose it's 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 the unavailability of a vocation yes You've got it. You've got it. That's mm-hmm. it. So, so, so now here's a problem. Here's a problem. The problem... And I want you to keep it at the back of your mind that I, I want to get paid. I need, I, need, I, need pay, <laughs> I need to pay bills. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, let's keep that, going. That's, yeah? that's right. Yeah. So, so, so what is it that has put us into this idea that employed, employment only means a job out there? Yeah. This goes back to our our societal consciousness the way we've been socialized that from that time from the first industrial revolution second third and look where we are today is society has changed their mindset in saying that being employed means you need to go and work for somebody you need to go and work for a company however as we spoke last time you have lots and lots of people that bake cakes that uh, sew dresses these individuals even though in terms of stats SA, they are unemployed because they don't report to a company. But these individuals are productive. And as they sew the dresses, as they bake the cakes... As they, as they do a weave on somebody's they, hair... They, they get paid. You have as, people washing as, cars. As, 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 as they provide sexual favors for oh. money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they no, are... They, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so now I'm, 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 I'm really wanting to get this. Yeah. So the prostitute in Hillbrow mm. who does not necessarily report to a pimp yeah. may be unemployed. In terms of, I think it's very important that we, we need to remember that we're talking about in terms of the way they calculate employment. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, sure. okay, okay, yeah. So they are unemployed. But, they are unemployed. But, yes. but if she gives favors for money, mm-hmm. she's being productive. She's rendering a service. And being productive. Yeah, absolutely. If an assassin, now I really want to go there because <laughs> I really want to understand this stuff. If an assassin in Kaabi, yeah. you know, I'm going to, uh, to uh, the very popular soap or uh, telenovela. Yeah. It's Tingo. Not it's Tingo, it's Bai. Yeah, okay. Uh, an assassin, somebody who goes around and kills people for money. Mm. He may not necessarily be employed by a particular contractor, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. who says go and kill these people for me. Yeah. In which case, he would be employed if he does that. Yeah, yeah? okay, okay. But if he, for example, uh, goes and kills somebody because I don't know they don't like he doesn't like their face. Yeah, um, is he employed? 
let let's go let's go back. Did, did you, do you understand why uh, I'm yeah, using yeah, yeah, those? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go back to let's call it society and norms. Yeah. So in society we have things that are seen as acceptable, and we have things that are seen as unacceptable. Sure. Okay. So this goes back to what we were talking about earlier to say societal consciousness. So societal consciousness expects members of a society to behave in a specific way. Yes. And if you behave outside of those norms of the specific society, yes. you become a cast out. So one of the things that we, you know, talking about um, uh, an assassin, our society does not accept such behaviors. And therefore, you then become an outcast if you do that. Yes. We were talking, uh, I know you have societies of cannibals. Yeah. Now, in those societies, eating other people is normal. Yes. It is within the norms of those societies. Yeah. And I think here, so whilst now, what, one of the things that our societies is crying about, we have issues of, of crime, issues yes. of um, rape, issues of all these things that we call them societal ills. Yeah. If we were to ask the question, why do we have all these societal ills? We have the societal ills to a large extent because we have forgotten that we as individuals, we are creative beings, we are innovative beings, and the fact that we have moved away from who we are results in all these social ills. So the reason why I'm using those social ill examples is because I want to isolate the principles that you are raising in your in your suggestions. Okay. Uh, so uh, unemployment, I mean, employment simply means doing what you are purposed to do. That's correct. It, 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 for a fee. Yes. Uh, and, and, and in the same way that a kettle, when it boils water, is doing what it's supposed to do. The kettle is employed. Is employed. Yes. So I get that. Mm. Let's talk quickly about productivity. Mm. Because remember, the context here is that you are suggesting that we need to get or the problem is not unemployment. Correct. The problem is unproductivity. Correct. Let's, let's get to that for a yeah, second. Yeah. And then we're going to take some calls. I see the calls are starting to come through. Thomas, I see you. Obakeng, I see you. Please give us a call. My guest is Obakeng. I call him Papa G. Uh, he's the author of the book, Unemployed or Unproductive. And I'm looking forward to your com contributions to this conversation. Let's talk about productivity. Yeah. Productivity... Productivity is at different levels. Yep. You could have minimal productivity. You could have maximum productivity. Yep. The example we made last time was we looked at a, at a truck which was designed to carry 100 boxes. Yep. So the way that truck has been designed and built is for the truck to carry 100 boxes. If the truck carries only 10 boxes, it is being productive, yes, but on the lower end of the scale. And when you look at example of a truck that is able to, that is capable of carrying 100 boxes, carrying only 10, yeah. it is being productive at the lower end. Yes. We said that you do have individuals that are so-called employed. Someone yeah. wakes up and go to a job, goes to a company. And they said that research shows that the majority of these individuals are not as productive as they could be. The report says that the you have employees that are disengaged. So, so what that means, and as we were saying last time, is that the individuals that are employed are not necessarily productive. And here when we say productive, we are saying 
maximizing your productivity, yeah. doing the best that you can based on your skills, abilities, creativity, and innovation. I get it. I'm going to take some calls, but I want you to help me understand then what's the problem here? It appears to me as though our issue is that we need people to be employed in order for them to be productive. You seem to be suggesting that uh, our problem is not unemployment, it is productivity. Please put those ideas together for me uh, just before we take these calls. Okay. So let's let's look at what, what these things mean. Yeah. Someone can be, and I go back to the, for instance, the way the uh, ILO assesses employment, the way here in our home country, the way Stats SA looks at employment. Yeah. We are saying, if we look at these two concepts, someone who is employed is not necessarily productive. And if we just look at this sentence, someone who is employed is not necessarily productive. And as we were saying earlier on, when we say productive, we are saying productive to the best of your ability. That is why you have a number of companies and lots of companies that are shutting down that are not making money. Because the owner of the company is thinking, if I get this well-abled body, John, Peter, whatever his name is, my expectation is that they are able to make 10 desks a day. However, if this individual is not that productive, and instead of producing 10 desks a day, they only produce five desks a day. Remember, the company has overheads. There's rents, sure. there's all these other yep. things. Yep. So when this individual, when this employee yes. is not as productive as they could be, it starts eating up the profits of the company. Yes. So someone is employed, yes, but they're not as productive. So why is it a national problem? It is a national problem because it's very unfortunate because for one reason or another, our whole society thinks our problem is unemployment. However, if we were to awaken to the truth that our problem is productivity, as I said last time, we will see our economy double, triple within two to three years. Got to take these calls, but I'm interested to find out how do we raise that productivity. And I'm very much alive to the distinction that you're making between unemployment and a job. I mean, employment and a job. I think there's a very interesting uh, distinction that you're making there because uh, you seem to be suggesting to me that you can be employed and not have a job. You can be employed and not be productive. Or, and not be productive. Yes. Okay. Yes, All right. Yes, All right. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take your calls on 11883 Would love to hear your thoughts about this. Um, Thomas is in Mayerton. Hi, Thomas. Hi, how's it, Aubrey? Very good, thanks, man. Go ahead. What is on your on your mind? Good, thank you, Aubrey. I, I just want to, to comment on, on your guest. You have got a very, a very good guest tonight. And uh, I wish if the government can, can, can take such people and take them into schools where you can teach people, uh, school kids to, 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 to think outside the box. When they go out of school, you don't have problem of unemployment. You see, if you look at, 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 at what is happening in China, in China they are developing these toys in school at, 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 at very uh, lower levels, at primary schools and so on and so on. So you find that if we have, say, five or so people like uh, like 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 Oba King, uh, I think we we, 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 we all go to on the right track. You, you, you actually just, I, I, I commend what, what is What is it that, that Obakeng is saying to you, Thomas, okay, that, what, you, are, what, that what, you are resonating with, yeah? 
what what Overkeng is saying to me is if 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 I can make toys is is actually basically let me sum it up, sum it up by saying is actually talking about capacity utilization. When mm. I when I'm talking of capacity utilization is is saying to me and Thomas I can make baskets. How many baskets can I make to 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 put in the market and then sell them and then earn some money for 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 me that's that's basically what he's saying to me interesting thomas thank you very much for your call much appreciated my brother please give us a call call us now i'd really like to hear your thoughts about uh what obaking is saying now but here's another obaking in alex hi obaking hello obaking obaking in alex are you there i can hear you breathing (laughs) <laughs> Overking and Alex has probably had a, a bit of, a, of of cold feet there. So what do you make of what Thomas is saying? Thomas is on point. Uh, he uses the term capacity utilization. Yeah. And we could use the same term and say, what are we as individuals doing? Are we as individuals utilizing our capacity of creativity and innovation? And what you find, Ops, is that individuals that in the employment situation that are utilizing that capacity, these individuals change from being just normal employees to being what we said, entrepreneurs. Yes. These are individuals that their bosses, directors and all that find them to be very valuable yes. because these are not individuals that wait to be told what to do. Yes. These are not individuals that do what the boss says, you know, yeah. uh, go and do this and do this. They go and they, above and beyond. They yeah. go above. They are capacity. Let's talk about mm. capacity. They are creative and they are innovative. And what we started discussing is that as we awaken that ability to be creative and innovative, our capacity to produce will be so much higher. Papa G, I'm looking for work. Yeah. Uh, because I want to get paid at the end of the month mm. or at the end of the fortnight or at the end of the week yeah. so that I can pay my bills. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I have listened to the admonition of my elders who told me that I must go to school for 12 years. <laughs> uh, I even did four years or six years of tertiary education. I have the gown and the certificate yeah. <laughs> to prove it. Yeah. But I am unable to get that thing which other people do for five days in the week before they drink Hunter's Gold on yeah. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that I can get money at the end of the month. I am looking for that. Yes. How is your conversation about unemployment or unproductive helping me? I want to understand how do I get out of the rut of, yes, that great existential void that I feel because I feel like I'm not purposeful. Yeah. But that is a conversation that I'm willing to have later. I want to be able to buy clothes for okay. mama. Okay. I want to be able to buy a house for grandma. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to buy the vrpa and yeah. look like banababa. Yes. I want yes. to could, could you please mm-hmm. get there please? Okay, let's get there. Yeah. The first thing the first thing that we need to understand, we need to vi- revisit this term of employment. Yes. It's critical that all of us get to a point where we rethink what does employment really, really mean. Yes. Because you see, without understanding that, without us engaging on this conversation, 
we are going further and further into troubles. If you consider the fact that now we are in, in this fourth industrial revolution, I, I always say to people that, you know, we need to be aware that the fourth industrial revolution will either make you richer or poorer. Yes. That's a fact. Yes. Whether someone believes this or not, it really doesn't matter. Yes. However, I think the important thing, Aubrey, is that we need to say what does employment really, really mean? So I'm sitting in Alex, I'm sitting in Tembisa. I need to understand that what is, what is employment? Employment is not going to a job in, in, in Campton Park or in Cape Town or wherever. Employment truly means I'm using my abilities and skills to serve. So once we can understand that, and I'm speaking to everybody here, I'm saying once I can understand the true definition of employment, that being employed, I use what I got yeah. to save. I suppose somebody is going to respond to that definition and that, I suppose, um, um, intellectual awakening that you're trying to, uh, to foster here. Is they're going to say, listen, we live within a particular economic structural system. Yeah. Okay. Where okay. companies are the providers of platforms for the expression of jobs. Of jobs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I hear you about understanding that uh, definition uh, and so forth of employment. But ultimately, the way that I experience life is yeah. that I've got to be employed by somebody who owns the means of production, and that is a company or whatever the case may be. Yes, yes. Uh, and that is what we call employment in this particular reality. How do I make the person who is able to employ me understand that I understand what you understand? What are you <laughs> well, so so you find yourself in an employment position. Yes. You start utilizing your gifts, your creativity, your innovation. You are going to become a very valuable employee. Mm. You will be one of those employees where when everybody else gets a 10% raise, you get a 30% raise, a 40% raise because of yeah. your contribution to the business of the company. What, what, what we foresee happening, Aubrey, is that we are, we are forecasting a societal change. Uh, in, in one of the books and the research I did, I, I started predicting what is happening and what's going to be happening regarding this issue of employment. The fact that we have many companies complaining about the employees means that slowly and slowly, companies are going to change this thing of saying you bring your body to work for five days you get paid x it is going to change where they start measurability measuring your productivity and you will get paid based on your productivity so the truth of the matter is the sooner we awaken to this concept of productivity the better for our for in all fact of us. they are already professions or levels of employment that are already doing that quite seriously. Yeah. What we do here, look, if your, num <laughs> if your numbers aren't <laughs> up, bro, I'll just phone you and say, listen, but die. don't worry about it. Don't come to work. <laughs> so I, I agree that there are, that is going to be the way the world goes. You're going to be measured 
per day that you work on on how how, on how much productive put, exactly yes relative to the job that you're doing is concerned mm. uh, i've got to take a lot of calls that have come through thank you very much for making the calls but call us now uh, papa g is here with me he's the author of unemployed or unproductive he's suggesting that unproductivity is the biggest economic problem in south africa not unemployment and uh, he's uh, telling his story quite interestingly, and I'm, uh, I'm liking what I'm hearing. Let's speak to David in Soshanguve. Hi, David. Good evening, brother. Sure, sure, brother. How's it? Hey, Tada. To compliment your, your guest there. Sure. I'm often saying on, on the statement which he made about the, those who are, who are employed, if I may use that word, they, they've also got a responsibility of having to be, to, to, to be productive in order to benefit also bring bring those who are employed into the into the ship yes. of the umbrella of being being employed. I think that's my understanding yes. of his philosophy going forward. I yes. think it is also a wake up call or an awakening to those to say that um they have it, it also lies lies on to them in order, in order to, to, to care the issue of unemployment. Sure, sure, sure. So 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 it, so it is making sense to you, David, that yes uh, if we are employed but we are not productive in our employment, that in itself becomes a, a cancer that eats away at our economy. Yes, spot on spot. It also affects the, those, those who are not yet on the boat negatively. That is my understanding of that. David, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. Kay in Berea, hi. Hi, hi, Aubrey. Good yeah. How are you? Very well, How thanks, Kay. Okay? What's on your mind, man? Hey, man, man, that's a nice conversation there with your guest. Thank I you, sir. support him 100%. Yep. Yes, man. Uh, look, man, uh, Aubrey, I, I'm, I'm really troubled about um, uh, the current situation with our youth here, including mm. the, our our graduates who are not uh, employed. Yes. Yeah, due to the fact that, okay, the economy is very, very, very down at the moment, very low, okay? Yes. But now, when we compare our youth here with the youth of, uh, let's say, in Kenya, Nigeria, Kigali, they are productive. When they come, for example, when they come like to South Africa here, yes, they, they most of them they, they come with nothing. Yes, they come with nothing. Yep, yep. All right, they will they will they will, they will hardly do their best. Some of them, if you go around like here in, in Hillborough or Berea, even in town, mm. you'll find them, some of them, they will start at shops, yes. or ch- cell phone shops, but our youth, they don't have. No, right? I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, so what I think, Aubrey, uh, we have been programmed by the old. Mm. It is that, no, you know, only working, you know, being employed, that's the only way to survive. Mm. So I don't know how best can your uh, your guest help uh, our unemployed youth? Absolutely, yeah. I think I think I think before, you before before you drop me yep. before you drop me. Yeah, you remember Jack Mars was here recently. Yes, yeah, uh, f- of of what ten cent? Yeah, uh, no, no, it's Alibaba dot com. Alibaba dot com. Yes. Yes, when you was here, actually, you, you mentioned that you no, know, you is very much worried about our youth here that. Uh, we have a youth which is very intelligent in South Africa and very educated, but they are not employed. So maybe it's high time that our government, you know, through the Department of Finance, they should uh, put inject a lot of uh, 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 funds into the Department of uh, Education and uh, Technology. So that it, because we, we live in the digital sure, economy. Sure, sure, yes. sure. Yes. All right, Kay, thanks very much for your call.
and I, I and I suppose he's asking that fundamental fundamental question that is at the back of my mind about how do we give expression to all of these wonderful ideas that you're putting forward to us and we'll get there but let's quickly speak to Ali in Bromfishville. Hi Ali. Yeah, how are you doing Ali? I'm doing fine with yourself my brother. I'm well, I'm well. What is on your mind Ali? Oh, but I don't know many of us can help me out there. Yeah. On the question of employability. Yes. Because I can be um, I can be productive at the company which I'm working. I can be unproductive there, and at my own home, my own space, become productive sure. doing the same things. Yep. Which 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 I was supposed to be doing at work. I can produce ten desks at the company in in crisis or in Canada, or or in Lachte, and then in so wait I produce fifty. During my spare time. Yes. So I want to understand the issue between employability or maybe we should be putting there self employed. Let me quickly ask this question. Why would you do that? Why would you at your place of employment produce ten and then at home produce fifty? Why would you do that? I I, I I'm talking about employability. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I think I think I think uh, Obakeng has got you, and uh, he'll answer your question. Uh, let me go back straight to him, um, Ali. Please listen on the radio. Uh, I, I think I hear him. Um, what do you make of the comments that have come through? Okay, talking, uh, listening to what Ali is saying about employability. Yep. Now, this is a term that is used regarding individuals being employed by companies. Yes. When they talk about employability you'd hear for instance the department of education the department of higher education saying we need to make sure that our students are employable yes now the challenge we have with that is is it is not proper because the term employability means you still needs you still need to depend on a company to employ you you need to prepare yourself to be ready for a company to give you a job. Yes. And in a nutshell, Aubrey, what we are saying is we need to get away from that mindset. As individuals, as citizens, we need to disassociate ourselves with that ideology of being employable. Yeah. Because the idea of being employable means we still need to stand in the queue, fill in our CVs, and be employed by company X. What we're talking about here is that we need to awaken to the truth that we are creative, we are innovative, and we need to be productive. What Kay was talking about, the productivity of youngsters from other countries who seem not to be institutionalized in their mindset that says that you've got to belong to a particular company that employs you in order for you to claim employability. You can create that yourself. You're simply talking about entrepreneurship then. Absolutely. Now, Aubrey, I think the, the, the examples that Kay is making is very important for us yeah. in South Africa. We in South Africa, the young people of South Africa, have an opportunity to leapfrog in their thinking. He's talking about Kenya, he's talking about Kigali. And if you look at when these countries got their independence, yes. their political independence, they've had years and years for them to awaken to the truth that the government cannot give you a job. Yep. So when I say we in South Africa, we have an opportunity to leapfrog, I'm saying 
we need to study how these young people from Kenya and Kigali and Kenya are, are doing things. I'm saying it's true that um, uh, it, it saddens me that you see some matches, even by graduates, going and saying, we are qualified, we've got the certificate, we've got the robe, give us a job. I'm saying, Aubrey, I understand that. In as much as it hurts me to see that, I understand the socialization that our graduates come from. Yeah. So what, what needs to happen is our graduates are thinkers. Yes. However, we have been taught that once you've got the gown, once you've got the certificate, you, you are eligible for a good job. And we are saying here today, Aubrey, wonderful. You've got the gown. You've got the certificate. Now be creative. Be innovative. Our graduates are thinkers, Aubrey. However, their channeling has been that once you've got these things, now go and stand in, in a queue. Because you're a graduate, you, you will get a good job. We need to be saying to our graduates, tap inside yourself. Is there a sense in your thinking about that issue that the students or the graduates are saying, we listened to your narrative. We followed your narrative. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We obeyed your narrative. Yes. The one that says go to school for 12 years, go and get the gown and that little hat with yeah, the yeah. Like, <laughs> with those dangling things. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Now you owe me a job because you told me if I do this, I'll get a job. Uh, talk to me about that narrative, that mindset. Yeah, that, that narrative, Aubrey, I always say that we, we got our, this narrative from our parents. Yes. We love our parents and we need to understand that they knew no better. Yes. So when my mom and dad said, my son, go to university, that was the best they could do at that time. Yes. Now, Aubrey, it's your responsibility and my responsibility to understand that today we are in the fourth industrial revolution. My mom and dad, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, they did not have this thing called a cell phone. What you find happening today is that most of our elderly people don't want this thing. They are happy with a very small one. They call it, I forget. There's yeah, a the name one that it. Dr. Ndlozi was uh, <laughs> advising the president to get for our cabinet ministers. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so, Sorry, so, I, I, I couldn't resist. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. So, Aubrey, our graduates, we need to, it's the responsibility is on us. Yes. To realize that we live in the world that has changed from the world our parents and our grandparents lived and in. And are you young people aware of that change? Are you aware of the implications of the change technologically, yeah. um, just in terms of the structure of the economy um, and all of those kinds of things? And is... The mindset still that government must do something. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on 011-8830702 as I speak to Papa G. Obaking E.R. Haitati, Unemployed or Unproductive is the name of his book. Sipo in Takani disagrees. Hi, Sipo. Hi, Obi. Are you well? I'm well, Obi. Go for it, man. What is on your mind? Okay. Uh, uh, what I want to know, uh, every saying that people have to be productive is that the idea, uh, does it fit well to the present-day economic system? Because sometimes, like as we advise, maybe people have to open their businesses, small businesses, 
Normally, I find that there are some people who open small businesses in yes. the townships. Yes. But to find out those business, they cannot sustain them economically. Maybe they can't afford their bills yes. based on those profits that they make on their businesses. Yes. And then you find that they, whenever there's an employment opportunity, they jump to that opportunity to find if, like, maybe they know they earn a better wages than what they make on their sure. businesses. So his concept, how well does it fit with the present day economic needs? Sure, sure. Just a quick question for you, Sipo, and then we'll get to, uh, to, to Babaji and, and how he responds to that. Isn't, okay. isn't the opening of a business in the township yeah. without the required um, appendages to make it work is it not the same at some level as simply getting a degree and thinking that that qualifies you to get a job? Does does having a spaza shop in the township necessarily qualify you for success? And that's the same question that I'm asking the graduate who perhaps, as uh, Babaji was saying, that has believed a particular narrative that came from his forebears. Does getting a degree necessarily uh, guarantee you a job? And are we perhaps not still imprisoned by an idea of the economy that belongs to a bygone era? Um, So so those are some of the questions that I'm going to be asking uh, using your question to to Obakeng to say that uh, the economy and the way that it's structured, uh, how does his ideas fit into that. But I'm asking, I suppose, a more pointed question by saying, if the graduate cannot find a job after having done all of those things that society and his parents has told them to do, is it also not true for the businessman who gets the garage in your house in Zagani and fills it up with stock and puts a counter and maybe even a uh, cell phone number and a, a website does that guarantee yes. them success in the business? I doubt. Based no, on, no it, does not, yeah. it does not guarantee a success because yeah, yeah. you need to have skills to do that thing. And is and that perhaps not what... You must also have capital sure. to, and you must also have ways to market it sure. just like as other businesses which are successful market themselves. The reason why I'm, I'm saying that, Sipo, is because Maybe people might be thinking that uh, what Obakeng is pushing is for people to start businesses. I don't think he's saying yeah. that. I think he's saying that we need a different way of thinking. Whether you are in business, whether you are in formal employment, whether you are in informal yeah. employment, there's a particular yeah. way of thinking that goes beyond the trappings, the symbols, the uh, the gown, the and then and then and then and then and then the 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 ability to speak english and put together nice sentences i think we need to have that conversation so i think that's what obakeng is saying but let's hear what he's got to say uh, babaji yes no Aubrey, you've you've got you've got it right on the head so hit the nail on the head that's it that's it that's it i think sipo sipo needs to understand um one of the things he's mentioning and I'm noting and, and this, this goes to our socialization which we need to change. 
Why a small business? I always ask that question. We even have an act in South Ish. Africa called a Small Business Act. We even have a a minister. Ish. Oh, allow me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what her name. Lindy is. Yeah, she's the minister of small business. Yeah, but 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 you see, Ish. even even our. Our wedding, the way we think, yeah. why do I want a small business? Yeah. You see, the, you must remember that in psychology, what you say reflects what you think. And when you're always thinking small business, all it's doing is expressing out there the way you think. And I'm saying these are some of the things we need to change. If we say, if we, if we accept the fact that as individuals, we always seek growth. And if as individuals we always seek growth, we cannot be happy with a small business. Yeah, it might start a small business year one, but naturally you make 100,000 this month, you want to make 150 next month, you want to increase it, and that's how it must go. On Twitter says, but Obs, why is it working for grads of other races but black? He continues to say, take your grads of different races graduating same day with same qualification. The other three will find employment in those fields almost immediately. But the black one might go for years unemployed. Now, that is a very, you know, that is a very painful truth I'm going to share with you, Aubrey. I do a lot of talks at universities. I would speak to uh, a, a group in a class. I've done talks with groups of uh, accounting students, marketing students, and so on and so forth. And so after my talk, after my lecture, I would just engage with a number of them. Okay, so you, Joe, why are you doing this degree? And to our African graduates, true as our parents have told us, no, Mr. G, you know I'm doing this degree, I want to get a good job. So 99% of our African graduates, they want to do this degree to get a job. I would speak to the other races and I would say, okay, so Sneeman, uh, 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 why are you doing this degree? Manier, you know, I want to start my own business. And, and Aubrey, so this is, this is, it goes back to our thinking, our mindset. So whereas the other races go to varsity to start their own businesses, our African graduates go to school to find a job. What you find happening is that mindset, now I want you to be aware of the issue of the mindset. The mindset is an African graduate leaves the university to get a job. Another race leaves university to go and start a business. Now, the individual who has a mindset of starting a business is at a higher level consciously. And that's why they would be more attracted to a company. Even if they get employment. Even because if, of that mindset. Because of the mindset. They are at a higher level. And that's why it's easy for them to attract the so-called job. They are resonating at a higher frequency. In other words, they 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 they, they are. Hey, let me do. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's many talk show radio stations, mm. but there's only one seven or two. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to ask uh, Papa G to stay with me just for a few minutes. Why? Because we resonate at a different frequency. Yes. Yes. That's why you, who is curious, is listening to this station. 702 Late Night Talk with Aubrey Masango. For the curious. All right. Wonderful stuff. It's five minutes after midnight. It's the final hour of the show. 
My guest is Obakeng E.R. Haitati. He is the author of the book Unemployed or Unproductive. And he has put forward as a premise that the problem we have is not unemployment, he says. It is unproductivity. And fundamentally, as I keep talking to him, I'm beginning to understand that he is saying that we need to resonate at a higher frequency. It does not matter whether you've got the degree. It does not matter whether you've got the business. It does not matter whether you've got the ideas. It does not matter whether you've got the knowledge. It does not matter whether you've got the shoes. It doesn't matter whether you've got the, the gender. It does not matter whether you've got the color. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you are not resonating, if you are not thinking, talking, moving, speaking, uh, influencing at the right levels because of what is operating within you, then it doesn't matter what symbols or credentials you have, Mm. you're going to get left behind. That is the message that I'm getting out of this conversation. And so we are going to be continuing this conversation in, uh, in, in subsequent weeks. As I said in the beginning uh, of the show and in the beginning of our discussion about three weeks ago with Obakeng, that this cannot be a conversation that happens only once. It has to be a conversation that, like the very dial on your radio, mm. needs to be tweaked until you are in the right station. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the right station. Until you are in the right station. Where you can have your curiosity fed. Mm. To understand the things that must be understood in order for you to become the person who must use the knowledge that is about that is abundant out there. Mm, mm. Am I am I on the right track? You are on it. I you're think on I'm it. on the right you're track. On the you know, it, it, it feels it's like it's on the... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're gonna take one more call. See, I, I get excited. I do. I do get excited about this kind of thing because I think this is the kind of mindset leapfrogging that you were talking about, Papa G. Yeah, yeah. That we have an opportunity here in this country to take advantage of that we must not be encumbered by the idea that I've got a gown and a, and a degree or I've got a spaza shop in the township, a small business, or I've got a taxi. Ah. Because that might be the very enemy of excellence. Somebody said to me once that good is the enemy of excellence. Yeah. That sometimes because we've done the good thing of getting the degree, yes. we think that the rest of the stuff must follow. Whereas we need to start teaching ourselves different skills, different ways of thinking, different ways of approaching yeah, things that maybe absolutely. the young people of Kigali and Kenya mm. have begun to understand. Yes, yes. I've got a few more calls, but what I want to understand fundamentally and as we continue, and I'm setting up the conversation for the next time we meet. Okay. Is how then is unproductivity a national economic problem what do we need to do how do we find the opportunities how do we do all of this stuff it's a great question Aubrey how or or why is unproductivity a national problem a national challenge let's remember that now we are talking about the economy in recession yes and we need to understand that the economy in recession does not start with the national accounts yes. from national treasury. Yes. It starts with you and me. 
Yes. We need to remember that we, when we talk about the economy of South Africa, we need to remember we as individuals, we impact that economy. Simply put is when the, when the economy of South Africa is in contraction as it is, the questions we need to ask is what is Aubrey doing? What is Obakeng doing? Are these individuals productive? Because if Aubrey is not productive, if Obakeng is not productive, what is the ripple effect of all that? However, if the 50 plus million South Africans can individually say, we are conscious that every day I'm being productive, we're going to see a different economy. Molefe in Pretoria, I think you're my final caller on this. Hi, Molefe. Hey, Aubrey, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm very good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm hey, energized. I'm feeling well. good, man. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Sorry about the other day. I got cut off because I had uh, an incident around the way, but I'm okay. Are you okay, Molefe? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit lost about what, what, what was it that we were talking about? Uh, what was it? Uh, lady talking about um remember when we we're talking about this the bigger sizes the big bones uh oh i remember i remember i remember <laughs> and you seem to be a bit worried about the big boned uh sort yeah, of terminology and so forth i remember it was on a friday hey yeah it was on a friday, i remember i remember we'll talk about that yeah. later let's talk about this situation this one yeah uh, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna say much. Thank you. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, yeah. Thank you also to Overkill for coming on the uh, sure. station. Um, I just want to make a, a, a just a simple comment um, that I think most people understand or already they know of that. Yes. Um, whether we study when you graduate, you get your degree, whether you establish a business. Yes. What we should understand is that we are living in a trial and error. The yeah. probability. Um, that's why you will find somebody driving a taxi with a degree. That's why you'll find someone in engineering but is into finance. Mm. You understand? It's because not everything that is designed is templated according to how we want them to be. Yes. So, like, for instance, myself, I started in engineering. Yes. But currently, I'm doing something different. Yes. I'm selling cars. Yes. You understand? Yes. For living. And I'm good at it. So it, it tells you that um, it, it, is, it, is not, it is not a design, it's not a template, it is not, um, um, it's not premeditated. Yes. So it's, it's, it's something that we're just trying in life and then we see what exactly are we good at, what exactly is there for us. I just want to face away the idea of racism or uh, white supremacy, whatever it is they call it, uh, but currently... This is the this I cannot call it a system, but this is the issue that is that that we we both white and blacks facing. Yeah, yeah. So, so if I understand you correctly, Mulefa, you're saying that yeah, there may be historic reasons for the current economic inequalities that we need to acknowledge because they are a reality, but that should not be what holds us back from becoming mm-hmm. what we can be. Exactly. I think I hear it you. Can be, yes, it can be. It can be something that that um, even if you have, even if you have a certain goal to achieve, but you may have a longer way to get there. Yep. Or you may, by luck, or maybe if it is like that, you may be 
uh, reaching that goal in a short uh, 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 space of time. Absolutely or, hear you. Absolutely hear you. Absolutely yeah, hear you. Yeah. Mulefe in Pretoria, yeah. thanks very much. Your final comment, uh, Babaji? Well, uh, Aubrey, we, we, we are keen on getting South Africans more productive. Yeah. And we are keen to hear from them. Uh, because we're going to be running some free seminars yep. and engaging with them on these. Sure. Uh, we, we are interested that they should go to our website, yep. uh, call us. Uh, our website is um, www.cashinstitute.co.za. Now, when they go on the website, there's a green form that, that you know, when they register, they can get a free extract of one of my books called The Science of Making Money. Because making money is scientific. So we're having these um, free extracts that we're giving away. And also, because of the fact you're going to take their name and email addresses, we will be able to alert them when we're having these webinars to say, come guys, let's engage. So they can contact us on the website and we also want them to contact us at the office. Um, our contact number is 084-011-9555. So when they contact us there or WhatsApp us on that number, we will be able to store their numbers and be able to connect with them. Because Keep that relationship going. Yes, yeah, yes. sure. I, 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 I absolutely recommend this. I absolutely recommend this and I endorse it 100%. Please get in touch. Give us that uh, uh, that uh, web address again. The web, the web address is www.cashinstitute.co.za and they can always contact us on 084-011-9555. And of course, many people asking about how do they get a hold of Unemployed or Unproductive, the new book that you've just written. It is available on Amazon. Um, they can go to Amazon and they can always contact us at the office because on Amazon we have the e-books and at the office we are uh, we have the physical copies because we, we these books are for school. We want to engage them. We want to discuss the principles. We want to address. I noticed the calls that has come in. We want to engage people to say, now, how can I be more productive? And we believe that as we engage individuals, we're going to see a different economy tomorrow. I think you are on the money. Papa G, thank you very much. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, we're going to be talking again in two weeks' time. Yes. Um, and I'm hoping that we are going to now, uh, I suppose, leave the more philosophical and get into the pr- practical. Yeah. But I think it's, it's a conversation that we can't leave the philosophical too far behind. Mm. We've mm. got to be close to it so that people find meaning in this yes, conversation. Yes, yes. But I think what, it, what, what what's happening now is that we are in a very exciting place. I mean, every time yeah, we talk, yeah. I, I get really excited <laughs> because I think we're in a very exciting place where people mm. are beginning to understand mm. that there is more. Mm. There is more in what your own mind mm-hmm. can offer you about what you already know. Absolutely. Bajit, it was great, great talking to you. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll open up the lines. By the way, you give me a call about any of the issues that have been raised today. We'd love to hear your thoughts about uh, the issue of productivity, uh, some of the, what I believe, very revolutionary ideas that uh, Papaji is bringing to the table. Uh, they're not new. They may be new to you, 
but they are definitely new to the South African economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that uh, we need to engage with them in a way that is going to really make us begin to understand that we can make a difference to our economy as South Africans. I'm really, really looking forward to that conversation in, um, in uh, subsequent months. But of course, uh, you talked to me about all of the issues that have been raised today, the uh, recommendation by the CRC on the issue of land. I'm happy to have that conversation with you. You know what my feeling are about that. Uh, The fact that uh, the uh, Minister of Home Affairs is uh, now no longer a member of Parliament. He resigned yesterday. Uh, And uh, of course many other issues that perhaps you might want to raise that I'm not aware of. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to all of your calls on 011-883-0702. We did raise the question, what is the difference? Yeah, what is the difference between uh, nudity and nakedness? And then what do you make of Mablé's suggestion that we need a national Lepona day, a day of nakedness? I'm looking forward to your calls at 17 minutes after midnight when we come back.